All right, welcome to week two guest alliance. Juan is here. Uh, we we're just saying before we hit record about how we feeling about week two, and um, yeah, it's definitely challenging this week two trying to get these lines, but at least we both are not reeling from losses last week. I mean, so you had the Calvin Ridley loss. That was it, though, right? That was my Calvin only uh, gamble. Correct. That that was sorry. That was my only sports investment that I made. Uh, it went down in value, so we will use more money and make a better investment next week. But no, that was the only one that I made. That's really well worded. I, I never do well at the beginning of the season, though. Like every year, I feel like I need to get more information to learn kind of who's good, who's not good, and get a feel for things. And I do so much better in the second half. So I, that was only why it was the one bet that I made. I thought it was good value. Ridley's coming back, haven't played in, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was a bad choice. At least I lost early, though. I'd rather lose early than on, like, the last drive of the game. I, so, I was, by halftime, I was like, you know what? I'm good. doesn't matter. So. Well, that's true. You, had, you didn't have the whole day to ruminate on your, on your loss. Uh, at least your loss was – like, we had a discussion about that one last week. It was Calvin Ridley over yards. It went 101 yards, eight catches, one touchdown. At least you could have the conversation about what was he going to do. Um, I only made one bet for the week, and it was stupid – in hindsight, I really felt it in my core. It was good in the moment. Uh, Kenny Pickett, anytime touchdown score. And the only part that makes that one really terrible is, so I'm looking at the Steelers-Niners game, and let's play how well do you know me. Who's the one person staring me in the face, just begging me, please bet on me to score at any time. Please bet on me to score at any point in time. Oh, McCaffrey, 100%. You it looked was definitely at it. McCaffrey. What was what were the odds on? Like minus two hundred, minus one fifteen. Oh, you you didn't take that bet at minus one fifteen. Yeah, Matt, that was free money. That thank you. You're telling me now. Yes, I will be looking at that again next week. And when it doesn't hit, you dang straight. I'm going to be looking at it week three, and it's definitely going to hit because that dude and Kelsey are like every other week. If they don't score every week, it's every other week. And I can't believe I sacrificed. Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown score bet for a Kenny Pickett anytime touchdown score bet and the two together uh like I should be put in jail that's criminal my friend showed me a bet uh he's a part of some group and he didn't make the bet but someone made a 16 player parlay anytime touchdown (laughs) scores all right this is your type of bet Matt it was 30 cents but if he hit it it paid out over three hundred thousand (laughs) dollars 16 players had had to score but what the thing is, he I also def- said he had Deshaun Watson in there, and it was 17 at over $900,000, but apparently they took him out and didn't let him place the bet. And then Deshaun did score, so he was pissed, but uh, no, he did not win $300,000 on his bet. He lost 30 cents, though. I, I did see something on uh, the artist formerly known as Twitter where it was Deshaun uh, like scored and did one of these like, like dap up, point to the sky, and so it was all the gifs were like God being like, yeah, don't look up here, buddy. <laughs> uh, I So I did have one that I was looking at uh, yesterday. I put in every team, except for Sunday Night Football, I put in every team that I thought was going to win yesterday just to parlay it up. And it was, I mean, it was the same thing. It was like <laughs> 30,000 to one odds that every single one of these teams would win. And I was like, come on, put a dollar on there. What's the harm in that? But then I thought I could actually go to the backyard and literally set a dollar on fire and probably have more immediate gratification. And this is just to win. This is not the spread. This is just money line. Yeah, the, yeah these are all money lines. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going worth, that one off. It might be worth a look one afternoon to be like, all right, just for fun, but not the first week of the year because uh, you have crazy wins like the Browns absolutely pummeling the Bengals yesterday. You had weird stuff like the Cowboys going to another dimension to throttle the Giants. Uh, week one's just very weird. Yeah. Which leads us one, to week right? two. Yeah, I huh? mean, you're just guessing in week one, and now you're just guessing with a tiny bit more information and hoping you get lucky, I feel like. so. Week one, you're guessing about your guesses. This week, we're just straight guessing. Guessing the lines, week two. Uh, like I said, I looked, I have the benefit always of looking at these because I pull the, pull the lines before we get on here and chat. And so I don't, I don't directly compare them with what I've picked, but I sort of generally know what I've got put in there. And so I, I think uh, I feel all right about this week. And uh, for anybody listening to this point waiting for my rant, uh, Chris, don't, don't worry. Plenty of time to get seatbelts strapped. It'll come. Uh, okay, let's go to the first game of the week. This is a really good Thursday night game. You excited for this one? Eagles? Hosting the Vikings. Pretty solid for week two of Thursday night. This is where you usually expect the Jags and the Titans. The, uh, the, second, week, the second week of uh, Thursday is usually a terrible game. They feel like they pulled you in week one, and then you're just desperate to watch some football at this point because you're so happy to have it back. You watch anything. This one's not bad, though. Eagles and yeah, Vikings, I mean, the, I can't say I love the Vikings by any means, but watching Jefferson play, I mean, he, who doesn't want to watch that dude play? I mean, every week he's just going off and catching everything, and Eagles are exciting to watch. Even though I don't consider myself an Eagles fan, they're still they're good. And uh, I just like that they have the entire Georgia defense. That's that's fun to watch. And not a bad uh, strategy. No, it's I mean it worked for Georgia the last two years. Um, do you want to hear about my fantasy team real quick? No, but I, I go ahead. Justin this Jefferson. is your podcast, so you can tell me. Go ahead. I have Justin Jefferson on my fantasy team. That worked out very, very well uh, this past week, and I still lost. So, sorry about that. There you go. F- fantasy update. Uh, all right, what do you have for this one? For the first game of the week, Eagles hosting the Vikings. Good game. All right, I still think the Eagles got to be favored pretty heavily here. Vikings lost week one. Um, I have the Eagles by eight and a half over the Vikings. Yes, sir. That's how you start the week, boys and girls. Uh, I agree with your reasoning. But I was a little bit closer to the actual line. Uh, you went a little high there, sir. It is Eagles by seven, so you're a point and a half off. I said Eagles by six and a half, just because I wasn't as impressed with what they showed in New England yesterday. I get it was a little crummier weather, but I think that maybe we would have expected the Eagles to come out and kind of hand it to a Patriots team. We didn't know how they were going to look, and so maybe maybe slight question marks for the Eagles, and hopefully they'll. For Eagles fans, get it straightened out here coming home. But I got I was only off half point, so I'm liking that as a first game teaser though. Seven points. Mm, that is well, juicy. this is also they, Kirk they're not Cousin. losing. They're not no no. Kirk's not winning a night game with everyone watching. Kirk wins at one o'clock in the afternoon when it means nothing, right? This is not a game Kirk's getting up for. Now the thing is he does have Jefferson to bail him out, but no. Come on. You this would violate one of your betting rules. Sorry. Sports investing rules. Uh, investing on the Thursday night game. That is true. I think that's rule number one I have. Do not bet Thursday night football. Thank you for reminding me. I thought I needed 10 commandments of uh, sports.
sports investing, and yeah, that is probably number one. That's up there for you. And uh, this this one also sucks because unless you're putting it with something, maybe college Thursday, Friday night, you're also having to sit around for three days after this bet. It feels so it right, though, Matt. It, it feels so good right now. I want to be honest. I I know that's one of my rules, but <laughs> we'll see. New year, new me. I don't know. Maybe we just change it up. You got your new Jags hat off. Exactly. Like going through your hair. You're really consternating about this over here. Well, we'll find you a game to go with it. Uh, I'm texting you on Sunday. Thursday. Packers. Don't let me do it. When I text you Thursday, say no. Juan, you're better than that. Right. And then I'm going to tell you I did it anyways. But that's okay. <laughs> I'll remind you, and then you'll ignore me. Uh, Packers at Falcons on Sunday afternoon. I'm sure we'll get this uh, game locally. Cool. Um, I found this one to be very difficult to figure out what the line could be because the Falcons, unfortunately, from what I gathered, uh, seem to take care quite simply of your Panthers. Uh, and the Packers pounded the Bears, and Jordan Love looked like, I mean, a revelation. And so this one I thought was a very difficult line to judge. Uh, I went with Falcons by two. Oh, yes, our team did take a beating. We lost by 14, and Lauren hit that exact. Let me just tell you this, though. This was a weird game, right? Panthers had more first downs. Better third down efficiency. We were tied in fourth down efficiency. More rushing yards, more passing yards, more total yards, more sacks. We threw more interceptions. Uh, we had um, held the ball for 10 minutes longer than them. Basically, in everything that mattered other than turnovers and points, we were better at. The problem was we turned the ball over three times. That was our issue. We had two uh, interceptions and a fumble. Um, yeah, so this was not a case of the Falcons looking really good, by the way. Uh, we just could not do anything and get out of our own way, and they just made fewer mistakes. But I do think you're close. I said the Falcons by two and a half. Ha! God, what a great, great evening this has turned out to be so far. I get such joy when I trump you barely. When I edge you out, it's the greatest feeling. Okay, this is weird. It is Packers by one in Atlanta. Hmm. So I get that by a half point. But, I mean, obviously – by the lines we both pick. We're in the same neighborhood of thinking the Falcons give them the three-point typical home field advantage, but don't give it to them. Take off a half a point. Take off a point. They're still the home team. This is still a Jordan Love-led team. I guess what Vegas is seeing here is the Packers just have more talent across the board. That's what's confusing to me is that who was favored last week between the Packers and the Bears? It was in Chicago. Uh... But yeah, I remember was, we were, it was kind of it was the Bears by one, so Vegas has flipped completely on the Packers. Right, and so I mean the Packers looked good week one. I mean Aaron Jones looked good. Now Justin Fields made some mistakes, like Justin Fields does. So are we sure the Packers? Again, this is one of those things. Like, what did we learn that the Falcons are are decent, or the Panthers just played terrible, or the Bears bad, or the Packers decent? You, you just don't know. Like, like what what do you do with this information? I don't know right now. Something's true. We just don't know what's true. That sounded so philosophical. You should put that Thank in the book. Uh, the Falcons' offense has got to be a little concerning. I went back to look at what Kyle's pit, Kyle Pitts uh, accrued on Sunday, and that was going to be my question, is at what point is that a concern for the Falcons, the whole Kyle Pitts situation? Desmond Ritter was 15 of 18 for 120 yards. Pitts had two catches for 45 yards. 
I mean, it's got to be saying something when your premier offensive playmaker is Tyler Algier. At one point, Ritter was three of three for negative eleven yards. So I don't. He just. I mean, he didn't throw incompletions. They just didn't move the ball either. Drake London didn't catch a pass. He's a pretty good pass catcher. Pass catcher. Bijan had six catches. So they just. Yeah, I don't. I I don't trust Desmond Ritter to get anyone the ball. I don't think it's a Kyle Pitts issue. I think it's just a. This is how the Falcons are going to play, and they're going to be so boring. That one's like sneaky watchable, I think, because it'll be interesting to see what the Falcons do. And then I, I'm kind of intrigued to see the uh, the sequel. Jordan Love, the sequel. What do we got week two? Let's see it, buddy. All right, next game. Raiders at Bills. Very tough for us to guess this line because the Bills are going to play here in about a half hour and haven't seen them yet. Um, a little teaser for later. They're not even in my top ten right now because I feel like I went with teams that are – that have only played so far. I'm not going to put a team in there that could get Giants or Steelers in uh, in a half hour. So Raiders at Bills. This line. Yeah, I got a line for you. What do you got for this one? I mean, I just want to address what you said. I don't think there's a chance the Bills get Steelers or Giants, though. No, I don't, I don't think it happens. Um, I, I didn't watch much of the Raiders game. Um, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, Bills, I still think the Bills are going to be a top team. Um, so I got the Bills by 7.5 over the Raiders, but the fact they haven't played, I got no clue. It could go either direction, depending on how they look tonight. So I went with the Raiders having won. Uh, the Bills The Bills for tonight were a 2.5-point favorite uh, over these Jets in New York. So I kind of went in the middle of your guess – and uh, I was lower than you. I said Bills by five and a half. It is a full nine and a half that the Bills are giving mm-hmm. to the Raiders next week. And that line will, I got to believe, 100% change. But you, I believe, get that one. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot considering they haven't even played yet. Um, I think the Jets are going to be decent. I think this game tonight will be pretty close. I don't think it'll stay at nine and a half. I think it's going to come down a little bit. Yeah, so that line will be interesting to watch over the next week. Probably will not be that high when it gets posted again. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Tease the other way? Next. Te- tease the Raiders huh? there? Tease the Raiders up to like 16 and a half? Ooh. Now, I don't know. I think I'd stay away from that for the, because the Bills have the ability. They, to me, are similar to the Ravens in the sense that they do have the ability to struggle to beat you, but then they also have the ability to just bombard the crap out of you. And, you know, you look up and it's like, oh, boy, it's 38-7. to 7. That escalated quickly. That's how I felt when I turned on the uh, 49ers game last weekend. Well, I mean, that was the final score. Next game, uh, speaking of the AFC North, thank you, Juan, for that good reminder. You're just getting me fed up here. Uh, Ravens at Bengals. In my division, I'll go first. I had the Bengals by three and a half. I don't think there's much to be gathered from yesterday's performance for Joe Burrow and Mr. Zero Catch T. Higgins. Um, I think that the the Bengals are probably still the superior team. Not impressed by the Ravens at home against the Texans. Uh, So I I went Bengals three and a half. 
How much did the uh, the Bengals just pay Burrow? What was uh, the contract? We get our stats department on it. A lot. A lot. Okay. Well, I don't know how much he's getting paid per completion at this point, but that was not a whole lot of completions he just threw, and he did not look good. I know he did not play at all in the preseason. Um, yeah, Ravens against the Texans. I mean, they just did exactly what they needed to do to beat the Texans. The Texans are awful, so I feel bad for the Ravens to move in J.K. Dobbins again. That dude just gets hurt uh, every single year out for the season. That sucks for him. Uh, I got the Bengals by three, though, over the Ravens. Well, Juan, you're going to have to up your game a little bit here, my guy, because you, you're playing with somebody who's on his game tonight, and you were very, very close, but you were not exact like I was. It is Bengals by three and a half. Should not I be. That's stupid. No, should no not be that much. No. Did they just <laughs> not watch just... what Burrow just did? He should not be three and a half over the Ravens. Come on. Well, you're just nah, – it's a little half point there. You're just unhappy you got it wrong. That's nah, your problem. No, I'm actually very happy they got it wrong because Vegas got it wrong, and I'm about to cash in on this. So, Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'm going to make up for it with uh, the other half of my division here in a little bit. The Lions, the Detroit Lions, they of the season opening win in Arrowhead Stadium are hosting the Seattle Seahawks this week. What do you have for that one? Lions good, or can we just not give them credit because there's no Travis Kelsey and no Chris Jones? Like, can we say they're they're good? I mean, it's impressive to win, right? Absolutely, on the road. Which is a big, which was a bigger deal? Uh, the Lions not having to face a Chris Jones-led pass rush, or the Lions not having to deal with the Mahomes Kelsey combo? Mahomes Kelsey. That's harder. I think that probably was what we witnessed. I think that yeah, I think you're probably right. That was evident. I mean, they only put up 20 points, right? And the Lions are not supposed to have a great defense. And their receivers. Lions defense is all right, but their receivers butchered the evening from Holmes. And they only got 21 points on the Chiefs. So, I mean, um, I have the Lions by seven over the Seahawks. Man. <laughs> It's good. I'm building up a little lead here. So now, that I'm happy that you end... just keep smiling after every time I make a guess. It's it's making me feel good for you. I know how upset you are right now. Uh, uh, so I'm yeah, this is this would be a me. nice consolation. Okay. Uh, you said seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I edged you out. I said six. So I was thinking similarly to you, kind of in that touchdown range. Um, uh, it was five and a half. So I get that one. I think one thing that helps us with picking the lines, just you and I both in general, is that idea of what does Vegas want to do with teasers? You know, like Vegas wants people, that this just feels like a trap game. Vegas wants people to tease the lines. They want you to be sitting there waiting on Sunday afternoon for the Lions-Seahawks game to finish because you've got them matched up with whatever, 49ers, Rams, and people are buying all this good – Juju from the Lions. The Seahawks, I think, just... I don't know if that's... I got to believe that's not the Seahawks team we're going to get all season that uh, fell over to the Rams yesterday. This feels like a game that could flip, and the Lions lose, Seahawks win. A lot of people are unhappy on Sunday. I can see that. I can definitely see that happening. Feels good to get another one on you, Woody. Or one. You got a good uh, lead to start. Keep it up. Well... I might lose it here. So here we go. Chargers at Titans. Um, Titans probably not very good. 
Chargers, that weird Dolphins game, a lot of points scored. I went with the Chargers giving four and a half to the Titans in Nashville for this one. What do you have? You saying you don't feel good about this one or you just uh, – I didn't really know what to do with this one, and now hindsight-wise I can I cannot feel great about it. Okay. I said the Chargers by two and a half over the Titans. Yeah, you're going to be closer there. It's Chargers by three, okay. so you had the better thought. I was a little too high on the Chargers. Not much, though. Point and a half. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't terribly off, but gave them a little too much credit. I guess the Titans, for what it's worth, hung in there against the Saints till the very end. I, I think the Chargers are a far superior team to the Titans. What do you think? Oh, I completely agree. I, but you also think that uh, Brandon Staley is first coach fired, so you got to pick one or the other. You can't bet on them to win and also think the coach is going to get fired. I think talent-wise, <clears throat> I think the Chargers are far superior. I think coach-wise, it's actually probably flipped. I think coach-wise, the Titans probably have the superior coach. Okay. Uh, quick Chargers anecdote. I took uh, Quentin Johnson in a couple of fantasy leagues because I'm like, all right, between Same. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, one of them's getting hurt right right away. Mike Williams got hurt in the game yesterday, and I was like, that was fast. But then he came back in the game. I was like, oh, come on. That, I, you know one of them's going down soon. Like They just can't stay healthy. I drafted for the same reason. I did the same thing. Got Quentin Johnson. He was also beast TCU, so enjoy having him on my squad. Did he do anything in the other uh, in the game? No, uh, he had I don't know six fantasy points. So I believe he was thrown into that Parham guy instead. I was like, who's this? Two catches, nine yards. Definitely not a huge part of the mm. game plan yet. He must be in the game plan for week two. Yeah, big week for Quentin Johnson this week. Uh, all right, next game. We have the Bears at the Buccaneers. All right, we got our first Turd Fest this week. I was looking for Turd Fest for this week, and first time through, I was like, man, you know, I could see the intrigue in a bunch of these games. And then when I started going back and filling in my lines, I got to this one, and my thinking was I don't really care to watch a minute of this game. So I think that's what qualifies it as a Turd Fest. We got our first Turd Fest. This is the only one you had as a turd fest because there was one I thought was a turd fest. I looked and oh, you no, didn't have it as a turd fest. There's another one that is uh, – it's – no, it's got flies all around it. It's disgusting. Okay. We'll get to it. Oh, that's uh, gross. This one <laughs> – this one, I had the Bucks slightly less than a standard three-point favorite. I got the Buccaneers two-and-a-half-point favorites over the – I already forgot the other team, Bears. Bears. All right. I have a feeling we're going to split this now after this goes through. Uh, I said the Bucks by three and a half. The Bucks. Yeah, we look, split that one. Uh, yeah, I knew it was going to happen. It's, it's three, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I think I was thinking that, and then I changed my mind. That's what I get. Well, my thinking was, I, I was like, I'm not giving the Bucks. Sure, they beat the Vikings. Uh, I don't know if the Vikings just rolled over. This is still a Baker Mayfield in year. What is this for Baker? Year nine and the first eight were not awesome. Um, this is still just not a very awesome football team. And they're playing the Bears who got demolished. So I just, I couldn't give the Bucks the full three, but I figured it had to be somewhere in that range. Here's what doesn't make sense, though, right? So the Bears 
got beat bad by the Packers. But apparently the Packers are now getting respect where they're favorited on the road against the Falcons. So I, I feel like the Bears aren't being punished for that bad loss to the Packers. It's just kind of like, okay, we're rewarding the Packers. Now they're favorited on the road against the Falcons who won by 14 points. But the Bears, nah, it's just not really much of anything. You just lost. And the Bucks, who look decent, nah, it's just two teams. So, I mean, I don't disagree that it's three. I just think it's a little weird. You know, that in general, that was a very objective, unbiased mm-hmm. rant. Thank you. I there was it. a little, little saltiness, kind of right in the middle there. That was that was you coming out like, freaking lost to Matt again. God, this is so stupid. Just a little smidge of salt right in the middle. We tied, we tied this one. Yeah, remember you, you said two and a half. I said three and a half. This is a tie. No, I'm saying what's what's score overall? Because you know I don't look at that. I'll tell you at? in a little bit. Don't worry. All right. No. Well, now I'm looking. No, I see a look. lot of my names over there. Don't look at my blind. You're cheating now. Scroll back over. <laughs> Four, four two with with one tie. All right, uh, next game. Ne- this is my Chiefs team. Jags. This is your squad. This is my squad. You got you got your new hat on. It's Absolutely. In my pick, I have a feeling I'm gonna be on the wrong side of this one, and I don't even care. Oh. All right. Oh no. Don't I know the Chiefs are gonna be favorited, and I don't care. I'm taking the Jags minus two and a half against the Chiefs because, well, <laughs> I don't think Kelsey's gonna play again, and uh, go Jags. So. Jags by two and a half. Go ahead and tell me it's Chiefs minus one and a half or two. I don't care. Jags by two and a half. Duval. I said uh, big, big Jags fans over here. Um, I said the Chiefs by two and a half. It is Chiefs by three, so I get that one. All right. Yeah. Stick with your squad. That's that's all right. You know, we're it's too rooting much. For, rooting for Jag on Big Brother, rooting for the Jags in real life. But, That's too much. Yeah. Why? They just lost at home to the Lions. The Jags just won got, on the road. I got to believe that it's three now. And as the week continues, the Kelsey news will get people to start panicking. Chris Jones not out there will get people panicking. I could see this ending up as like a Chiefs by one come Sunday, which is a lot of movement pregame. But. I might bet this one tonight. I'm taking a, a Jags money line. What what is that? I'm just Jag Seahawks money line right now. Who says no? Jag you said they might Seahawks. beat the Lions. You said they're going to beat the Lions. Two underdogs. I know. I could I could totally see that. Okay. Well, let's see. You want to put those two together? You want to parlay that? Yeah. Just to those win. two money lines, just to win. Uh, plus six seventeen. Ooh. I think you're on the wrong side with the Jags. I, then similar reasoning to what I said about Let's the Seahawks. stay in the game. Even if they get down, right, you know with that offense, there's still a chance. It's different if, for some reason, you know, the Jags get down 14 or, you know, the, the Buccaneers get down 14. You know, with the, there's a chance, though, that they could come back. You know, they did it in the playoffs last year. They're at home. Something to prove. They got this game circled. I don't want to belittle my, my guy Trevor, so I don't want you to have to make me go here. This is not a shot at Trevor so much as this is a it's Mahomes, it's the Jags in general feeling good coming off a week one pounding of a division foe. Jags come home feeling good. No Kelsey, no Jones. We got this. Meanwhile, Mahomes comes in and says, yo, Andy Reid, yo, uh, what happened on Thursday? We ain't doing that again. Enjoy your time in Jacksonville, and then we're going out we're going to win this game. 
and taking care of a team that we we own at this point, right? Beat them last year in the playoffs. Uh, I would not be quick to jump on that Jags money line, but you know, you do you, your money. You know, the al- alternate to that is that Chiefs are zero and two, and it's like, okay, do we panic? No Kelsey, no Chris Jones. What's going to happen with the Chiefs here? Zero and two Chiefs. That's also a good storyline, right? That'd be fun. Exactly. I, I'm all for that storyline. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking I'm about as it. As equally in for that storyline as I am. Jags are two and zero. Trevor looks fantastic. Wow, they're really handling teams. They beat the defending Super Bowl champs. Jags are going to the Super Bowl. We're buying shirts. I like that. I need a new team anyway. <clears throat> Join the bandwagon. Come on, get on the Jags. Yeah. Well, one we're, that, we're accepting applications. Gives crap every once in a while. Absolutely. Um, all right, next one. Staying in the uh, crummy AFC South. Colts at Texans. Should be uh, a turd fest. There is one thing keeping this from being a turd fest. Anthony Richardson <laughs> does not prevent it from being a turd fest. It's still a turd fest. That that dude's kind of fun, and uh, I'm actually as a, as a big college fan, this one is turn on watchable for me. Watching Richardson and watching C.J. Stroud kind of come into the league and sort of start to see what he does, because I didn't like that dude at Ohio State. But I would root for him to succeed in the NFL. Uh, anyways, I got the Colts by three and a half. While this might be one to be, might be one worth turning on for a little bit. It's not worth talking about to me. Your turn. I need this one, or the week's getting out of hand. So, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of time left. No, don't do that to me. Uh, Colts by three over the Texans. You edge me out. It is low. It is Colts by one and a half. Okay. I don't – that to me is one worth betting. I don't – sorry, sports investing in. I don't see – You can say betting. You just can't say gambling, by the way. That, that's, betting's okay. okay. Betting is just placing the bet. That's what it's called, uh, gambling. We don't, we don't say the G word around here. That's why you're a big Jags fan. You and Calvin Ridley. That's uh, true. <laughs> I took his classes. That all makes sense. Um. That seems low. Colts by one and a half. This one stood out to me when I was gathering these lines. Like, we're really thinking the Texans are going to hang within two points of any team? Two rookie quarterbacks going at it. I guess they just uh, – yeah. I mean, two rookies going at it. Uh, I don't know what the over-under on this game is. It's got to be, like, 35 points. It can't be very much. You think, you think it's 35? Uh, 35 see. and a half. That's what my guess is. It's a good bonus guess. Nope, it's 40. Take the under. Uh, yeah, I think I'd probably take the under there. Yeah. This one this one seems like a good one to do one of my favorite new things that I've done in college game. Tease a line with an over-under. Here's the one. You take that uh, Vikings-Eagles tease, tease it with this over-under. And you're looking at Eagles to win by half a point. This game's over under now becomes 34 and bet the over. I think I'd rather, can I tease it up to 46 Six or 47? And bet the under. Don't, you, don't you know life's too short to bet the under? I Why are you agree. rooting against points? I'm not rooting against points. I just don't think these teams are going to score. I'm not rooting for these teams to score. It depends who my money's on and I'm taking the over with. Let's see. Let me look here. Let me let me get this for you here. So we could take the Eagles 
minus seven, and we could take this dumb games over. Probably like even odds. We can take them both, and we're going to tease them both seven points. It's probably All even right, odds. So you need you need over thirty three points. You need the Eagles to win the game, and I can get that for you at minus one forty. Could be worse. Not even. You know what this. That game's going to be like 17-14, and you're going to lose the bet. And you're going to be like, why did I have my money on C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson? Hey, I, they are so I'm bad. Not doing That's it. what you're going to be saying. I'm not doing it, but I'm just trying to give you some investing advice because I'm such a winner over here. All right. Rule number two of the uh, wants, commandments of betting. Uh, don't don't bet that. on two rookie quarterbacks to hit the over. That's probably good advice. You smart fellow one. Thank you. It's got me this right. far in life. Next game, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move one out of order here. We're gonna go to our flaming hot, stinking, awful turd fest. So the team that just got bludgeoned by forty, big old zero on the scoreboard last night. The New York Football Giants are traveling out to the desert and playing the Josh Dobbs led Arizona Cardinals. And you should not touch this game with a 50,000-foot pole. But the Giants, I have favored as two. What do you have? Two-point favorites. I think this should be the part of the podcast where we go to what you said last week when I said the Cowboys were favorited, they were favorited, and you complained that the Giants were not favorited at home. And then they lose by 40 points at home. Uh, but I don't remember that. I mean, we could check the tapes, but there are more things to be upset about, honestly, than me calling the Giants better than they were. Like, we're only five or so games away from me just being able to get on my pedestal. So I just like to point out every time that you're wrong. That's all my goal is here is just to keep you in check. You live for that. I have people reach out to me that listen to the podcast every week, and they say they just love having me on because I just keep you in your place as to what's real and what's not real. So. Uh, anyways, I said the Giants by four over the Cardinals. See, now you're cooking. I let you back in the game. It's four and a half. You're in the right neighborhood. I'm in the wrong zip code. Yeah, that's that's probably where it needs to be. I was, I don't know why I was giving the Cardinals credit. They're still the Giants, and for all the other reasons I've gave, given for a lot of these other games, I should have been higher. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals <sighs> are just... I wouldn't touch this game either. I don't think the Giants can lose this game. I think that they have to bounce back. I do not think there's any way they lose this game, though. Is it assured that you have a sports investing problem if you bet on this game? Hmm. Or do the real ones know the Giants are worth wagering on? No, the first part of admitting you that – there's a problem is admitting there's a problem and I don't have a problem. So I might bet this game. <laughs> All right. That was, that was, that was well verbalized there. Well done. Uh, can we get a score update before we hit sort of the, yeah, I see Matt one, two, three, four, five times. I see one tie. I see one, one, two, three, four. So you're at five, four. Oh, this is like the Cardinals' lead in 04. It is slipping away rapidly. Uh, okay, here we go. Our first marquee game of the week, I think it's the Rams hosting the 49ers. Rams with that surprise victory over the Seahawks. 
and they get the McVeigh Shanahan matchup classic. Um, and what do you got this for this one? First marquee, 49ers at Rams. 49ers good. I just want your opinion on this first. Like, are the 49ers actually? Do you think they're a good team after what you saw last? They're week? terrific. Yeah, they they. There's not a place that you can dink them points. They've got everything. Uh, coach, quarterback, defense, running back, playmakers. Uh, they they're, they're stout. And the only spot where they seem to be slightly problematic is they're playing a seventh round quarterback. It but it doesn't matter. It's his flaws are so well covered. Yeah, they're terrific. We'll say I was. I know you're going to get on this topic later, but I I was a little nervous having a, a running back going up against the 49ers last week because I did not think that he'd have a great day. I did not think it would be because he would only get six rush attempts. But either way, I was disappointed in that. But we'll, we'll talk about that later. I got the 49ers by five and a half over the Rams. So see, I was I was. I had the right thinking here uh, that the, the 49 – wait, what did you say? Five and a half. Five and a half? There we go. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm going to get this one. It, we're both too low. It is eight. Vegas is still very much in on these Niners and not so much yet in on these Rams. What did you so say? I, that one. Uh, that, I, I, I didn't get it. Six. I had six. You're getting me by half a point. This is stupid. You're cheating. What is it? Eight and a half or eight? Eight. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to give them a full touchdown, the Rams. And so I had the Niners at six, but we were both too low. Six, four. Uh, one, two, three, right. four, five to go. So we're, we're, we're good. Still got plenty of time. This might be a uh, must next, win right here, though. No, I don't think it's a must win yet. Uh, next matchup is another marquee. Two marquees, two turd fests this week. Um, we still have yet to see what we're going to get tonight from the Jets and the Bills, but i got to believe an Aaron Rodgers-led team with the skill guys that they got on the outside is worth watching when they travel to Dallas. Jerry World play the Cowboys, and I have the Cowboys. I really bought into last night is all I will say. I have the Cowboys as seven-point favorites. You know, I'm looking at my own line here, and I'm thinking that it's not high enough, and I have a bad feeling about this. But, yeah, I mean, what do you do with the Jets when they haven't played yet? The Cowboys, they look good. Um, I have the Cowboys by four and a half, and I know I'm definitely not too high. So. Yeah, you're definitely not too high. You are actually just a little too high. And it's the Cowboys by three at the moment. I'm telling you, Ooh. this line is all that hype that I thought about last week for the Jets. Right now is when we're seeing it in actuality. Because I'm sorry, there is no reason for a Cowboys team that looked like they did last night in the Meadowlands to be favored by just the standard three points against the Rodgers. 39-year-old Rodgers team with no offensive line. That's probably the most shocking line to me, it was that. It was the Packers at first, and then it was this one when I got to this one. And I was five and a half off on the Jags Chiefs, but I also could be a little biased on that one. So now, also, I'm not betting the Jets on this. Like, I even though it's I, you're not touching the Jets to possibly win this, I don't feel like we're taking the Jags to win. But yeah, I'm surprised it's three. I thought it'd be more than that. I know the Jets haven't played yet. I don't know. That's a dumb line. I mean, doubly so because it gets you the win. It should be higher. 
Uh, next game. I would not call this a turd fest because at least the Broncos are maybe somewhat interesting. Commanders are traveling to Denver to play the Broncos. And I don't think I spent too much time on this one. Maybe four seconds. I have the Broncos by three. Standard three. I said the same thing. All right. Well, let's talk about three and a half. (laughs) Nobody cares about this one. Uh, People in D.C., the DMV, do not care about this game. Uh, People in Denver do probably, maybe. But, yeah, three and a half, split that one. All right. Sunday Night Football. Dolphins at Patriots. I'll let you go first on this one. What to do with this one? I felt like it could fall in either direction. You could talk me into it. Um, as I'm looking at it now, I feel like I'm on the wrong side of it. Can I change it while I, uh, before I give the line, or am I, am I stuck on? I haven't looked at what you said. I don't know oh what it is. Oh my gosh! You let me change it or no? No, I'll give you a ch- if you want me to keep it locked in. I could lose because of this. Can I change it or not? So- so now you're just going to blame me for you trying oh, no, no. to cheat. That, not, this is a new No, this is no blame. I just want you to be responsible in case I change it. And, or if I don't change it and I lose, and if I would have changed it, I would have uh, lost. So I just, I want you to – can I change it, yes or no? Oh, my God. You just change it. All right. I'm going Dolphins by one and a half over the Patriots. Okay. So may I ask, what was your original line? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you in a second. Don't look. Oh, no, no, no. That was – I should have laid that out. That was – a I'm not changing it. It's, it's still it's still on there. I'm not changing it. I, I'm I won't not look touch at yours. It. I never look at yours. All right. I had Patriots by one. I'm moving into Dolphins by one and a half. All right. Uh, I had so you're one point off. You would have been two and a half points. It's Dolphins by four. Nope. Sorry. Dolphins by two and a half. Um, I had the Dolphins higher than that. I had the Dolphins at four and a half after the offensive explosion. And uh, Patriots not super impressive. So I think you ended up getting that one. You edged me by a point because you cheated. I mean, you asked permission, but you cheated. I looked at it one. What was it, two and a half? I would have been three and a half off. And would what was the actual line? Two and a half. I would have been two off. I'm two off. Two uh, off. Haha. <laughs> Which that's, that's a guy, line? again, that by looked pretty three? good yesterday. What did you say was three? Can't type it's in two and, and listen at the same time. Two and a half. Oh, yeah. shouldn't let me change it, Matt. Tua looked fantastic. I mean, where are we at? You're at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Tua's got to be grateful for Tyreek Hill So, if that's seven six with a tie, we got two to go. If I win this, you mm-hmm. lose the week. No, I'm definitely winning this one. I mean, just got to be most dramatic going to your team, and you're going to get it wrong. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be fitting. Um, all right, so we've we've gotten to a fun little scenario here with our guessing and the yeah. fact that uh, next week we have a double Monday night header for whatever reason. We I feel like this used to be a first week thing. I don't know why mm-hmm. we're doing this week too. We have a Monday night football game, I believe it's 7.30 and then one at 8.15. And the 7.30 game happens to be your your Panthers hosting the Saints. And the 8, whatever, too late uh, game is uh, my Steelers hosting the Browns. So we'll go first to your game here. Saints at Panthers. First, we had a good time with Lorraine's line last week when mm-hmm. she said that the Panthers would be uh, 14 point. What would you say, underdogs or favorites? Underdogs, no underdogs. 
Wow. She said she's they would lose by 14, and they lost by 14. So She's the new Schwami, and we ripped her. And we were making fun of it. That's ridiculous, and the two's exactly right. So what's Lorraine's line for this one? Uh, well, she said, uh, what's not broke, don't fix it. So she took the Saints <laughs> by 14 in this one. And you know what? I got nothing against that. I can completely see that happening. So Saints by 14 is what she said. Yeah, if, you're, if your boy Bryce turns it over a couple times, that could absolutely happen. I'm not worried about Bryce. I, I think he, he'll get it figured out. I like Bryce a lot. He'll, he'll get it figured out. All right, well, what is your line? So, well, first I just wanted to say, I think the reason why they have the two Monday next week and not this week is because I think they're putting way more money into the Manning cast and because they have the Manning cast on tonight, right? And what gets confusing is if the Manning cast is just doing one game and not two, then they can't advertise the other game and it gets confusing and the second game won't get as many viewers and so it's easier for them to put Manning cast this week next week doubleheader they're putting their money on week first week Manning cast is what I think why it's done this way um I said the Saints by two over the Panthers huh you know I could also see too I didn't think about the fact until I was watching the game last night and uh Mike McCarthy's out there in an FDNY hat that today's September 11th and so we've got the game last night is in New York. We've got the game tonight in New York. I don't know if it's a thing that ESPN's trying to do or they're trying to revere the moment and uh, pay special tribute to the stage for these two games last night and tonight and make it a singular big event, especially with Rodgers coming to town, uh, making that sort of a marquee event. Um, but that is wild. Hold on one sec. Steffi, shh. Dog's over there squealing in her sleep. Um that's wild. I had the Saints by two against your Panthers. So <laughs> that's so the worst we can do is tie this week, huh? Because we both got the exact same line on that one. The line. Okay, I gotta go back and look. I think I read my handwriting wrong. This is there's no there's no way it's Saints by five, right? I mean, that's a oh, lot. No, it's, it's three. No, it's three. I just can't. Okay. I, I can't read my writing. Saints by three. So we're only off a point. They gave the Saints the that uh that little three point there. All right. You ready? You ready for this? You want to hear my thoughts? Yeah, I'm just gonna mute my microphone. And uh, <laughs> do you want me to just say anything before this? Just no. I, okay. So here's here's where we're at. We've reached final game. We've got the Steelers hosting the Browns this week. My biggest question is, you know the owners of your team, right? Like Tepper, right? Your guy? Yeah. Okay. I'm wondering, the Rooney family has run the Steelers for years, and I'm wondering if they're asleep. Like, does somebody need to go wake them from a slumber? Like, they've been just comatose for the last eight years. Are they just out of it? Because they have, they have let the franchise get to the point where yesterday was such a it was such a glaring, obvious, in-your-face understanding of where the Steelers are at right now versus where a legitimate Super Bowl contender is at because that is what the 49ers are right now. And the Steelers were they got blown out. Their doors were blown off by 31 points. And it showed how off are the Steelers right now for being a Super Bowl contender. You look across the field and the Niners have, like I said earlier, they got a quarterback, they got a running back. Uh, they got some receivers. They've got a stout defense. They've got a, a, an offensive-based, solid head coach. And you look across the way at the Steelers, you've got an old defense run by a defensive-minded coach 
whose thing is the secondary. The secondary is getting torched. The uh, the defense can't stand up. The defense can't stand up at all because the offense is on the field for the whole flipping game because the, ca- the freaking coordinator is a clown and the coach won't fire him because they're buddies. Matt Canada, Juan, do you know how many jobs he was let go of before he came to the Steelers? Six. <laughs> okay, a little high. Three. He was let go of his Previous three positions because he was doing an inadequate job. Not only mm. did the Steelers hire him, but then they said, you know what, after year two, yeah, why don't you come on back for another year? And then they said, hey, you know what, that year was so sucky. Why don't you come back for a year four? We're in year four of this bogus Matt Canada experiment. And now people are starting to say that Kenny is the problem. You got to be kidding me with this. Last year, Kenny was not ready because we had to play Mitch frickin' Trubisky. Then... Kenny was too young, and that's why he was making mistakes. But they started winning a few games, so let's bring the whole band back together again. And now, Kenny's not any good. Nobody's looking to the top, and nobody's blaming Mike Tomlin, because heaven forbid he has a losing freaking season. So let's have Mike Tomlin until the sun stops blazing in the sky. Go Steelers. Okay. Have you thought of this? Is there a chance that Matt Canada has something on Mike Tomlin, and that's why they can't let him go? Or maybe there's a chance that Mike Tomlin's got something on the Roonies, and that's why they can't let him go. Maybe there's some fishy going on there. And maybe Tomlin, like, covered something up with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, and they're like, man, if we let him go, some stuff's going to come out. Any you know, sort of that going on? I, I honestly I just thought of that right like now. That. That's just my conspiracy theory. Maybe he's covering something up, and they're like, I, I honestly hope that it's something like that because that's – that's that's truly a better reason than we're not going to fire the coach because that's what we don't we don't do that in Pittsburgh. We're not going to go to a new coach because that's not what we do in Pittsburgh. We've had three head coaches since 1960, I forget the year. And you know what? Great. There's a nice little spot on the trophy case. It's not being occupied by any playoff wins, any championships, any nothing. So we might as well put there that we've had three coaches since the freaking Cold War. Uh I texted you guys this stat yesterday. This is this is so interesting that in the time that Mike Tomlin uh, has been the Steelers coach, the Eagles have cycled through five different coaches, three of whom have taken the taken the team to the Super Bowl in the same time that Mike Tomlin has won three playoff games. But you know what? The guy's going to get them to nine and eight by winning a whole crap ton of games at the end of the year when the season's lost. So let's just let's just keep going with that. Let's ride that for all it's worth. All right, there you go. What was your over-under for the Steelers? You had them at 10 wins, right? Uh, nine. Uh, nine. Nine. I mean, because you'd be a lunatic to pick them to have anything less than nine because, heaven forbid, Michael Petaway Tomlin lose more games than he wins. Did you like that? Was that good? Was that what you were waiting for? Not really. You could have been way more passionate than that. That was a little too logical and uh, made it's too pitch much black outside. About I might need to go for a run. Race. I'm fired up now. I'm tense. You were just excited, though, like a week ago. Like, you were hopeful about the Steelers. I thought there was hope. And then I looked at – and then I think I went into a stupor for a week, and I forgot about the fact that, oh, Canada, we're back with this garbage offense that's making now people doubt the quarterback that everybody was in on 10 months ago. I I wasn't the only one that was in on the Steelers. And yesterday was a colossal wake-up because people are realizing, oh, look, well, Kenny ain't it. I'm telling you, Kenny ain't the problem. 
I don't think you're wrong. I, I do think, though, that you guys are not a great football team right now. And you played might have been the best team in the NFC. No, you're just not on their level. I know your expectations are that you should be, but the reality is that you're just not. And I okay, think I'm going to stop you, you right there. Come back, and that's the problem. What you just said: the Steelers won two Super Bowls in the time that I was growing up. I saw what could be. So this idea that uh, they're not a, they're not a good team anymore. They're just not there. Why? Because somebody at the front of the organization has just stopped caring or stopped putting in the effort. Uh, it's it's ridiculous how little attention has been paid to the glaring issues that are right in front of us. Was Kenny Pickett the guy? Like for the last however many last couple of years of Big Ben out there, should he have not been out there because he was hurting your team? Maybe Kenny Pickett is not the guy. Okay. Big Ben was out there for two years past when he should have been out there. Okay. So, so that means point? that we have now gone. This is two years post Big Ben. It's been four years without a quarterback wandering in the wilderness, but that's not true because now they have a quarterback and his name is Kenny Effin Pickett, and he's the guy. Just got to give him a legitimate offense coordinator, not somebody who was fired at his last three college stops because his production was garbage. Another thing to keep in mind too is I feel like you're looking for uh, one problem, and maybe you got multiple problems. You know, maybe it's Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada and Mike Tomlin. Could be multiple things. Well, I, You're looking for one thing as the problem, and that's going to fix it. Could be more serious than you think, and it's not just as simple as fixing one thing. Well, I think a good start would be when my Uncle Tom offers to drive Mike Tomlin to the airport. There's a start. Uh, get that guy changed out. Take his bozo offensive coordinator friend with him. Because at that point, everything could start to – I'm not saying it would, but everything could start to work itself out. Um, you replace the coach. You replace some coordinators. Because uh, Mike Tomlin's still calling the defensive plays. I don't care what anybody says about Terrell Austin. Give me a break. Tomlin's been running the plays on defense for a while now. He just puts another placeholder out there, Keith Butler, ever since Dick LeBeau. I'm getting really into the weeds here with you, Juan, but I'm fired up here about this right now. Well, this could be a very stupid comment I'm about to make because I don't know. Who are some of the recent big signings you guys have brought in, like free agents that you're like, hey, let's bring them in and give them a contract? And uh, like, like, who are you guys even bringing in? I think it's just guys um, you draft, you're trying to develop, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Hey, Google, how old is Patrick Peterson? Okay, so we're getting an update on this. 33-year-old Patrick Peterson is probably one of the marquee free agents of the last few years. Mm. You guys just don't bring anyone in either. You just you, you just hmm. draft them it and almost develop seems like, them. It almost seems it. like that's a philosophy thing. Is that a it Tomlin problem? Like, Whose problem is that? Whose fault is it? It almost seems like there's some philosophical change that's needed because this is a team that thinks that they can win off the same coach, defensive-minded coach, whose defense is honestly not even that great. If T.J. Watt wasn't out there, it would be a revelation. Uh, and um, developing guys, even though they can't develop Jack because the coordinators are just henchmen for Tomlin. Just saying. I know with that being said that you have the Steelers favorited to beat the Browns right now, so go ahead. What's your line? Thank you for bringing it back. I do. I have the Steelers by one. Uh, <laughs> because I, I didn't know what to do with this line. I knew you were going to um, have them favorited. I'm like, he's not that down yet. He, he still got them favorited. He just, it, this was not a me. I couldn't bring myself to put the I, – I didn't think Vegas would put the Browns. Because, you know, 
some of our logic that we've gone back to today about the Vikings and the Giants and what does Vegas do with these teams after after one week. I didn't think Vegas was going to make the Browns the favorite here. I thought there'd be a lot of love for the Steelers still. It's Tomlin. Um, all hail Mike Tomlin. Uh, so, I mean, I, I thought the Steelers would have a little. I was close to making this a pick though. Did you see uh, my dad was watching the Fox pregame show on Sunday, and they did an interview with Mike Tomlin. And uh, did you see it by chance? No. No. The last thing that they mentioned was him never having a losing season, and they were t- talking about that, and I just started cracking up. Uh, I had if this we... one. I had it as a pick by the way. I had this as a pick And I need this for the tie. Can we, like, can we please stop with the Mike Tomlin never had a losing season thing? Like, I, I, Juan, I don't know what to do with myself anymore. Every time I hear that, it is like, what? Like, why? Why do we keep pushing this? Who cares? What I care about is what's the line on this game? I need this for the tie. Uh, what is it? Uh, no, you got this one. You, you were, right? Where? Yeah, you were closer to where it should be. I think this line's stupid. I still think even after everything I said, what's um, the if line? We're talking Browns about, by if how we're talking much? About bounce back. Uh, Browns by two and a half. I'm surprised by that. Thank you. See, your I reaction right there is authentic. It's. I think you were you and I were in the right mindset of pick them one for the Steelers, one for the Browns. That feels too high. But you know what? They're probably going to lose. Going to be down seventeen to fourteen and a half. I'm going to go to bed next Monday night, and I'm going to wake up, and uh, Chris is going to be texting me about how they – the Browns won 28-13 to 13 because Kenny had one two-minute drive where he said F you to Canada in the headset, went down, scored a touchdown. Other than that, they're going to look like dump, and everybody's going to blame Kenny, and I'm just going to sit here waiting. How many more times do I have to hear that at least Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season? There you go. You Okay. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to get that glass of whiskey when I get off here. Uh, let's do my top ten and then get out of here. I might need another Steelers jersey. <laughs> nah, just kidding. For those who don't know, Juan just randomly sent me a um, Palomalu. Actually, that's such a good gift, It was Juan. for your birthday. Your birthday was recently. It can oh, be that's your true. 31st birthday gift. Welcome I need to, to wear that NFL every season. week because I need to just remember the good old days. Of when the Steelers actually cared to be competent. I was like, when you sent me that Yankees thing the other day with the old timers, I was like, this hurts. Yeah. But also feels good, it. too. I thought that one might uh, put some feels in you. All right, here we go. I think you'll like my top 10 this week. I have the. What do we do? Top to bottom? I have the, I have the Niners at one. I mean, I got first hand view to that, but. The Steelers at two? Okay, that is not true for <laughs> audio. Uh, I think I have Steelers at yeah, 32. Don't die over there. you got to watch the Jags game on Sunday. He's coughing away at his, his own joke. That hurt. Uh, <laughs> me watching Steelers games. Uh, I had the Eagles at 2. Cowboys moving up from 10 to 3. Dolphins at 4. Chiefs down a little bit. Still rolling in at 5. Your Jags at six. Chargers moving into the top ten at seven. Lions at eight. Ravens down to nine. 
and then the Vikings hop into the top 10 at 10 as well. One question is, when the Jags beat the Chiefs this week, how high up are they jumping? Uh, if the Jags beat the Chiefs this week, if everything else goes according to the way we think it will, I think they're the fourth best team in football. I think your upper echelon right now is Niners, Eagles, Cowboys. The fact that those three are 1-0, and we know what they're capable of, we know the talent they possess. Coaching sort of a question mark for the Cowboys, I think. And then your next tier, you're looking at like Dolphins. I don't know how you can not have the Bills in the top ten, though. I don't know if you can find well, you know, the top ten and not find the Bills. That's a little... Uh, it's a weird thing that I did for this week one. Yeah, I'll admit. I mean, I should have just probably left them in from last week, but um, so right I don't now, know. The, the, the Bills play the Vikings on neutral field. Who are you taking? Bills. So, okay. Uh, you oh, wait, wait, wait. Same thing with the Ravens. Who are you taking? Bills, Bills. and Ravens. Uh, Bills and Lions, who are you taking? Bills. Bills and Chargers. Bills. Bills and Jags. Duval. No, you're not. You're taking the Bills. I don't know. Did you say neutral site? Neutral site. Ooh, I don't know. Okay, so, I take the Jags. Okay, so. Six, six-ish range for the Bills. Because then everybody above that, Chiefs, Dolphins, Cowboys, Eagles, Niners, yeah, I'm taking them. All right, so wait, we tied the week or you won? Oh, we tied the week. Heck, yeah, didn't we lose. The week. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Juan. Did you put that hey. in the tally already? Absolutely. one oh and one It's official. Did it in Sharpie. Can't change it. Uh, uh, if you didn't let me change my pick, then you would have won. I, I would have won. Tell you that. You know what? It's fine, though, this week. I'll take the tie. It's not a loss, and uh, the standard is the standard. I employ the same philosophy as my team's head coach. I didn't lose, so it's a victory. It's better than the standard for you. The standard for you is normally starting out like 0-4, so... No, you're, you're unaware. The standard that. is the standard. Whatever the H-E-Double hockey sticks that means. Well, good luck to, uh, to your team next week. Uh, rooting for you, literally, every week. And I will probably turn to watch. I got the two TVs. Your team may be the only team on either TV. Come about wow. 9 o'clock next Monday. Yeah. I'll be watching for you because I sure as crap will not want to be watching my team. Well, we appreciate your support. Um, we'll take it however we can get it. And they'll probably lose by 14 and Lorraine will be right again. So, <laughs> The new Schwami. She might get her own segment at a certain point. I don't know. It's going to be 14 points every week, though. She's not going to change until she gets it wrong. <laughs> well, I hope the Panthers win by 14, and then she flips. All right. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate the support. Thank you for listening to my rant, Juan. You're good people. <laughs>